Welcome to Clickstar, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, Alex Coons, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just letting everybody know that Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest HeroClicks retailer. Find HeroClicks new and old on Trollandtoad.com and use coupon code Clickstoff for 5% off your HeroClicks order. Uh, also, if you like what you're listening to today here on Clickstoff, check us out Patreon.com forward slash Clickstoff. Dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. $5 and above gets entered into our Discord channel. Uh, for HeroClick strategy and tactics discussion. Uh, joining me today is Jason. Everybody should PM Jason and tell him to play Tripocalypse again this year, Alvy. <laughs> yeah, let's see, let's see it flood in here. Yeah. Yeah. And additionally is Alex. I don't know if you know or not, but Worlds is next month. Coos. What? Shocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no way. So, uh, and then our guest of honor tonight um, is Caleb, 2023 Canadian National Champion of Heroclix Reddick. Hey. <laughs> You didn't do the, uh, you didn't, don't we have the, like, uh, Yeah, but, yeah, that just, last time I did that, it was like, oh, we just blew out the ears of all of our listeners, so I, I thought about oh, okay. it, and then it aired on the side of caution. But, oh, hey, just oh, sorry, well. sorry, rip headphone it's, users. Um, it seemed much quieter at the time. Yeah. Then again, we have to also remember they just heard like they just heard the the theme song. So I guess that's not the quietest theme song out there anyway. <laughs> yeah. They're poor ears. Yep, you got it. Um so we are here today to talk about Caleb's win at Canadian Nats and um I was going to see if they do not have uh, the results up, probably because Clay hasn't gotten them yet. Um, so I was going to log in and look at the thread. Uh, so obviously, big congratulations, Caleb. Uh, yes, we, we let we let uh, we being Americans uh, let Canada Canada have their national championships for two years in a row. Um, before we decided um, to take it back um, and so whenever I was talking and asking about updates for Canadian Nats you know middle of the day Brad Broyles comes in and says yeah Mike's there Mike Eskew's there and I'm like the fuck is a Texan doing in uh, Canada <laughs> So y'all didn't like, you know, y'all didn't, uh, you know, announce that you were going and then Giordano, the guy that you beat in the finals, um, 
says so told us he's, he that he lost to Caleb and I was like Reddick <laughs> question mark he flew under the radar up there yeah that was uh that was obviously that was very true you uh you did fly under the radar up there um I tell Emily and she let you know she was with Devin and Jay and um a couple of them and let them know but yeah I did not make it known yeah so um but yeah that was uh that was a big win i mean y'all y'all didn't go to gen con um so uh, it was probably sam and i were talking it was probably cheaper for y'all to go to canada than it was to go to gen con if i had to guess the ticket for the three days and all that yeah i mean and plus the hotel was more expensive for uh, Gen Con, probably. I don't know. We spent we, spent, we said or picked kind of a semi nice one. It's like 150 bucks a night, but you know, split between me and Mike, it was not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Let's well, just cool. go to Canadian Athens for the Gen Con next year. <laughs> oh yeah. man. No. Yeah. No. Hey, Caleb. I got, uh, did your championship win come with a year's supply of poutine and maple syrup? You know. That's the first time I've had poutine when I was up there, and it is everything that they say it is. It is so it's good. good. It's good shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, did you actually try some Canadian maple syrup? No, I did not try syrup. Oh, it feels like you feels like you missed an opportunity there. Out on that, and also I was told that smoked meat sandwiches are good in Montreal, and I missed all of that too. Oh yeah, I bet that would be good. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, me too. Thanks guys. So my, (laughs) so our agenda for today is just talking about your team, you know, what you played, um, how your team plays, um, you know, I've played you before with a similar team, um, and, um, you know, just talk about things, uh, talk about a little bit of worlds, get some of your opinions on worlds, um, so, if you would like to tell us what you played and uh, kind of some of the um, theory behind the team. Yeah. So, I went with my typical defensive shell team. I've been playing it for, I don't know, a little over a year now. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, but it's got Demon in Armor with the Captain Carter's shield. Uh, Benis, that is, he has defend so it just gives a plus one to adjacent characters uh plus one defense and then uh sakarian with the cloak um i started with inquisitor moe chase um then it has the fast forces watcher equipped with the pumpkin bombs from spider-man venom absolute carnage um chip with the emotional modifier and then the super rare flash on his charge click um, and then the Legacy Green Lantern with yeah, the free Green Lantern ring attached to him. Uh, my sideline was Doom Supreme, Dark Phoenix, Kid Thanos, and King Killmonger, along with the Prime Destroyer and War Machine. Um, I played with two two by two blocking terrain and a special or a standard object. And then my tarot's were the. Uh, Nine of Pentacles, Six of Swords, Three of Cups, Queen of Wands, the High Priestess, and the Tower. 
Um, when you go over the the suites, can you tell us which cards those are? I, I know you're saying the numbers, but like, uh, what what does those cards do? Obviously, yeah. we know that. Obviously, we know the tire, the tower is all misses or crit misses. The high priestess is the reroll one single d six. Um, and then the queen, queen of, of wands. wands is the plus one to d6 rolls but what are yeah. the other ones for those not familiar um the three of cups is defend plus one um and then the confusing thing about this is is not your defense plus one it's defend it gets a plus one so it comes into play with your rule of three with um sakarian so he can get up to a 24 defense if he's uh, being defended by a 21 from I'm sorry, a 23 defensive. He's being defended by a 20 from uh, Watcher. Um, anyway, and then the Six of Swords is the in-cap deals damage, um, which was mainly for Flash. Um, I never once used it in any of my games, the benefits of it. And then the Nine of Pentacles is the sidestep, gives you plus three instead of plus two. So it uh, just kind of increased uh, your movement a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's always a good one. Uh, yeah. I was looking at... Um, I was going in here to look at the uh, the pinnacles and... Uh, was it, It's the cups, though. The three of cups, you said? Three of cups, yeah. So... Okay, so when a character uses defend, the replaced value is instead their printed defense value plus one. So if... Let's just, if, for example, you had Watcher on his 20 defense click, uh, it would be a 21, and then if you plus 3'd from there, uh, you could get up to a 24. That's true. I, I never once put him on his 20 defense click. But yes, I, I, would, I, would hi, I would probably not recommend that playing Watcher, but because uh, uh, you're like a one crit miss or something crazy away from him, or a force blast, a boot from him just Poison. getting... Yeah, poison, yeah. poison, boot, all kinds of crazy things. So, um, but yeah, a twenty-four is possible with that card, which is, um, you know, that's pretty hard to hit. I would say, especially when uh, you don't have a increased attack value and the emotional modifier is negative wanting your um, defense or negative one your attack value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the nice thing about the team is a lot of this stuff doesn't require line of fire. So, like, Demon and Armor does not require line of fire. Emotional Modifier does not require line of fire on that one. Yep. Um, Green Lantern's defensive role does not require line of fire. And Watcher... I, uh, Green Lantern's defensive role does require line of fire. It, it, it does not. It's just within range. Um, if I don't know. Not, I'm pretty sure it did not require line of fire. Um, so let's see here. Um, oh no, you're right. Once per turn when a friendly character within range. Uh, sorry, it's the, you're right. It, there's two, there's two different ones. It's the defend, leadership, or JSA has to be range and line of fire. But the defense role is, um, just within range. That's interesting. Um, I had never had a situation where I didn't roll it because of that, but I learned something new today. Yeah, but that came in handy a lot. A lot, a lot. Sure. Um, so the gist of the team, you know, it's a... I kind of decided that the most popular figure right now is Prime Spider-Man um, and or Sakari and Iron Man and or Sky Tyrant. 
and you know they always come in with a 12 13 sometimes 14 attack and i didn't like that so i play demon in armor so they can't do that um and then i have why the watcher he has either outwit eight squares away with nothing blocking his line of fire or he can perplex again no no blocking line of fire um also tk which i used a couple times Right. Um, Flash and Chip for the carry up, and then Chip and Green Lantern both have the constructs. Now I, then, ha- I have two questions. When it comes, to the first one, we're coming to the Watcher. Um, did you ever use the Ten Attack EE at all? I with... did. Nope. But you could have. I didn't. I could have. So the reason I put the pumpkin bombs on him was because I knew that he could shoot energy explosion eight squares away through barrier, which was an answer to barrier. The problem is, if you do that, he he's off of his defend click, and you don't have that 19 defend that I usually go to the 19 outwit click, and you don't have that defend. So I figured it was more beneficial to not use eight range energy explosion on him. Right. Um, but I did so- use the pumpkin a lot the did you use the pumpkin bombs to blow up the wall is that what you're saying well wall or even the big huge three by three or two by three elevated i just blew them up yeah because he gets to make range destroy actions right Mm -hmm. um so that's a good one um second question that i had on the top of my mind so um, out of out of all of your games, how many times did you get taken to the negative zone, either going first or second, and did you run across the map and bury them into their neg- and bury them into their starting zone? So negative zone was actually my top pick. I wanted negative zone every time, um, and I never ran across and barriered in their face. Um, but I usually ran over and barriered myself inside one of the side rooms. That was my, that was my my first play. Gotcha. Was to use Saki, get his objects, and then run in, barrier up, and then um, let them try to break through and make some attacks. Gotcha. But negative was my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what you did when we first time you were playing with the Saturnines, I think then. Um... But you like turn one, ran over and barriered uh, into my starting zone with Wonder Woman and Chip. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, I think was that the game that I played Thanos? I think that was the game it I was played. The- uh, yeah. I was playing Thanos. Yeah. Molecule uh, Man, Fire, Mad Jim, and I can't remember who else. Hope maybe. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I was playing my Worlds team over again. I may have, but um, I don't know. Who knows? Um. So, um, how did, so there was 32 players, so there was a, how many rounds in a top 16, and, and what did your, kind of like, you know, just tell us about, you know, which game, each game, what did you face quickly, um, and then how did the game go, uh, throughout each one, if you remember? Yeah, I, so I, luckily I took notes, so I didn't have to try and remember and get wrong. But my so my record actually going into Swiss into cut was two and two, um, but it was only four rounds of Swiss cut to top sixteen. Um, so all of the three ones make it, and then a few two and twos. But you had to have quite a bit of points. Gotcha. Um, 
So first round, I played against a guy named Logan Shaw. Um, he was playing X Men, but not swap X Men. He was playing with you know Apoc Genesis, um, Tyrant Scarab. Um, man, I don't. I didn't remember. I didn't write. I think probably Venom Mags. Um, and then he had Absorbing Man on the sideline. I, I did not write down his whole team. Gotcha. Um, but I ended up beating him. I killed everything except for uh, Apoc and Genesis. Um, I my first target was Scarab or not Scarab Sky Tyrant. I killed because I I think he won map, but he let me go first, or he won map roll, and I got to pick first. And he chose map. I don't remember what map he chose, but it was a he left a wide open Sky Tyrant for Saki to snipe. So I took advantage of that. Um, and then he ended up bringing Absorbing Man in on turn like four, but you know that's a little late in the game and. I couldn't keep the pieces away from them the whole game. I tried with a couple of um, autonomous mitts to move over and move the pieces, but he finally got them out. Yeah. Um, but I won that one 205 to 70, so quite a bit of points. And then the next game, I played a guy named Chris um, Osario. Yep. Um, he playing. I didn't write his. I didn't write down his team either. Dang it! I think he was playing a Prime Spider-Man with. Um, either Saki or uh, Tyrant. Um, this one was actually very, very close. We He killed Chip, and I killed Commissioner. So the score was actually 25 to 35, and that was my first loss. I went um, lost by 10 points. So uh, well, you lost your Chip, right? So that probably meant that he hit something with for four damage. I have a feeling it was probably just a one-shot thing. So um, did he just dice roll out of it, do you remember? Like... I mean, your team's really hard to hit, right? So he's probably rocking a 10 attack, and, you know, you're nearly on a 19 or 20, even up close with Chip at all times. What did um, what did he do to be able to, to uh, break through and KO the Chip? So the typical thing is, if I put Chip only next to Watcher and not also Demon, it's hard to put Demon, Watcher, and Killmonger adjacent to everybody. Typically sure. there's a couple left. Um, so Chip is either a 19 or a 20. This turn, he was a 19, and um, he got perplexed down, so he was an 18 on a 10. And, you know, he has, what, three or four attacks with Spider-Man, depending on how he positions his flurry. Um, I think he did three attacks, just kept rolling high. I probed it. Killmonger failed. Um, so got out of a prob, got out of a Killmonger. Um, I even, I think I even increased his defense with uh, with Lantern, so he, was, he may have been a 19 I know I didn't. I didn't. He wasn't a twenty or twenty-one, but anyway, he just rolled high um, between him and uh, Tyrant. Just rolled too high. Gotcha. So, but he only killed that one. Luckily, it was just Chip and nothing else. But I only killed Commissioner. So, um, that first game was, or the second game. So I was one and one with not very many points that game. Um, and then my round three was a guy named Matthew Ryan. Um, he was playing Tyrant, Saki, Kamish, Hulk, Prime, Chip, Maggot, maybe a Venom Magneto in there. Um, so it was non-theme. Um, we were on Wakanda, and I beat him 350. I think he maybe killed. He maybe have killed Saki at the end with like a poisoner. I don't remember, but it was a 50-point character. Whoever he killed. Gotcha. Uh, so I was 2-1, uh, pretty good points on that game. So my next one, my thought was, if I win, I'm in. If I lose, I need to score lots of points. So I'm 2-1 going into round four, and I play a guy named Benjamin Roderick. 
Um, he was playing the Batman Catwoman L.E. at the low point value with St. Walker, Commissioner, World's Finest, um, Polaris, Prime, Spider-Man, and Carnage Retail. Um, he picks map. I can't remember. He picked a map. It was a two by two map with some elevated. So that way Batman's trait kicks in. Um, I ran up and tried to attack him first and we ended up getting a 10 point game. I lost this one, 130 to 140. Oh, wow. Uh, came down to Spider-Man KOing objects. And this game, I remember distinctly my King Killmonger. I had the queen of wands out. And he was showing the star. And so I got to um, D6 plus one, so I needed a two through six on all of my rolls. And for four of his attacks, only three of them he hit, and I only had one roll out on a three through six. And so yeah, so if if well, if the Queen of Wands and the Stars out, the only roll that you fail on is a two with Killmonger. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you need a, a one becomes a six. And so for three of the four attacks, I rolled a two. Oh, wow. Uh, even with him having a 10 attack, he rolled high enough, you know, with a star. And uh, King Killmonger only hitting a 2 on, on 3 of the 4 attacks. So a lot of figures died. Um, it came down to 130-140. I can't remember exactly what was killed, but um, his Prime Spider-Man charge blew up, you know, like the emotional modifier and, and um, the green ring from the Legacy Lantern and ended up adding up the points, and it was a 10-point loss. So I was 2-2. Two and two. Um, going into cut, and you know, I, did, I, was, I think it was a total of like 660 points, which I had no idea was going to be enough. And I ended up getting uh, top, I think nine or ten. So I made cut with two and two, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so do then, you know? Do you know what seed you were? Were you like 14th, 15th, 16th, or are you saying that you were ninth or tenth seed? I was either ninth or tenth. I wasn't towards the end. I tried to download it, but he had not can or finalized the event on the win, so I couldn't see the. Um, gotcha. I couldn't see the results, um, but I was either nine or ten, something like that. Um, but I ended up playing in top sixteen, Benjamin Roderick. So it was a rematch of the game I just played, um, except this time we went to. What, what map did we go to? We went to negative zone. So he let me pick map, and I took him to negative zone, which I think was his kind of his uh, mistake. Um, but so what I did is because he's going first, he kind of moved up, did a little defensive placement, and I went all in, brought Flash across the map to drop in a chainsaw to try to kill both Venom, Magneto, and Batman, and I whiffed on both. I hit Batman with one blades, rolled a two. And then I whiffed on my next attack with blades, and so I killed nothing on my move up. So he was just his full team against my full team, and I was in his face. Um, so Prime Spider-Man Wonder World World's Finest basically it was the same game as last time, um, but I ended up winning one forty to one thirty-five. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Do you so, feel like? Uh, did you feel like Ratatouille? Like squeak, 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 squeak. I, I, Yep, when I was adding up the points, and I was like, um, 115 plus 20 is 135. Please tell me I score more than that. And he looked up, and he goes, you scored 140. So, uh, because oh, he didn't uh, score, um, he, on this game, he didn't score any objects. I, he had someone, I think Polaris picked up one, and I killed her. And then he had Prime Spider-Man carrying around and elevated, and so he couldn't blow up any objects. Right. Um, 
So I got very, very lucky and beat him just barely. Um, and then the next game, top eight, I played Emily, who's the defending champ from last year. And she was playing the Prime Spider-Man, Venom Mags, uh, Commissioner Saki, and Mephisto with the MOE chases. So, you know, everyone knows that combination. Spider-Man just keeps healing up from yeah. Colossal pushing, taking off tokens, and just keeps him going. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this one, uh, she put me on the Dockyard map. She actually won roll, and she thought, if I if I pick map, I'm going to negative zone, and she wanted to be an outdoor map, so we went to the Dockyard. Um, it was a, basically a chug fest. I went over there into her face. She hit me. I hit her. I ended up getting her whole team but um i missed or she, killmonger rolled a lot like saved me a lot of time on that game i ended up being 300 to 145 so i did kill spider-man at the end um, i got him to his regular senses and then just outwitted it and punched him so gotcha wow as hard as that is to do I finally got through one of them yeah 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 it is very hard to do so your top four so top four, the top four people was so Ed and Isaac also went down there. They came from New Jersey. Yep. Um, so Ed was playing me, and Isaac was playing uh, Geo um, in top four. So I played Ed. Ed was doing a non-team stuff. It was uh, Carnage, Silver Surfer, Sakarian, Iron Man, Sky Tyrant, Molecule Man, Mad Gems, Star, Sapphire, and Venom Magneto. Um, so I win the roll, and I actually want to pick map because I wanted to go negative zone. So I did my typical um, – when I go first on negative zone or I go second on negative zone, they're different. So because I went first – or sorry, I picked map, so he went first. He just did a defensive barrier. So I usually move up into the side and barrier up, but I decided to play more defensive. So I just sat in my start zone, did two rows of barrier with my stop signs. And then his next turn, he did not move up on me, which I was kind of surprised. Um, he just sat back and redid his barrier. So then I moved up into the side room. And the reason I did that is because Watcher can outwit from there. So I did my move up and outwitted Spider-Man's, I think, super strength because he had a two-by-two two that can uh, separate Killmonger from the team. Sure. Uh, then he came in with all three people with um, Tyrant, Saki, and Surfer. I'm sorry, not spider-man i outwitted um saki's uh, pulse wave on that turn and um so he came in with all three saki tyrant and surfer and missed every attack because um he got very unlucky and killmonger came in clutch again so he actually so he actually made the dice rolls but killmonger made him miss oh no no, no. he did not successfully hit every turn the, the ones that he did hit i rolled out of it right so it was a mix of dice rolls actually not hitting and then, um, then Killmonger saving you on the other ones. Yep. Okay, got it. Yeah, because I, I put really poorly. I put Flash right out in the middle, and he was not next to Demon or Watcher because I just goofed. You know, it's late in the day. Um, and so I had him perplexed, I think, to a 19. If not, I just completely goofed. So it was a Tyrant attacking a Flash 10 on 18. <coughs> tyrant um, did not have the Necro Sword because... He, because um, I had Killmonger, so he did not Mad Gem equip Tyrant, Makes and so sense. Tyrant was swinging, and um, he missed one. I think he hit one. Then I either sensed out of it or Killmongered out of it. I don't know which one I did. And then he came in with Saki, and same thing, um, swung. But you know, Saki when he comes in, 
is only a nine attack. Yeah. Because he can't go above minus one, so I was a lot more confident about that. Um, and then Surfer, I think Surfer came in to try to punch a construct, and I think he may have killed a construct, which I don't really, you know, doesn't hurt me too much, except it does heal Surfer. <clears throat> um, and then the next turn, I I killed Chip, or not Chip, I killed uh, Tyrant, because um, he's right there in my face. Um, I damaged Saki quite a bit, and I think I may have hit Surfer a couple times. Um, the score ended up being 95 to 65. It was very, very close. Um, the very last play, he actually could have won if I didn't have my stop sign out because <clears throat> he was coming in with um, with Surfer and he couldn't get past Saki because of the stop sign. Sure. And Saki had his two tokens on him, so no matter what, even if he hit Saki, he had to take a token off in that last action, so there was no way he could have won. So um, I didn't actually come out of that little hole. Like that seemed to be where I win most of my games is when I'm sitting there in the little cubby. Mm -hmm. um, so then I go into the finals playing Giordano Cielo. Close, close um, enough. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say his name. Um, but funny enough, he was also two and two going into the cut. So both of us low bottom dwellers uh, made it to the finals. Um, he was playing the same non-themed Spider, Prime Spider-Man, Saki, MOE, Chase, Mephisto, Venomags, Carnage, Retail, Star Sapphire, and I put down Mad Jim, but I don't know if he was playing Mad Jim. I don't think um, he... But... Are you sure he was playing Prime Spider-Man? I thought he was playing... Oh, no, he couldn't have played Mad Jim because he's playing Spider-Man. No, he was for sure playing Spider-Man. Okay, gotcha. I know that for... But he, so he was not playing Mad Jim, <clears throat> but he was playing Star Sapphire. Um, some of these teams, I was doing this right up, um, like the day after the tournament, and so I could have. Yeah, no, it makes teams. sense, right? Yeah, well, there. Unfortunately, there was no streaming, so that would have. Right. That would have been nice to have, but. Yeah. So, um, I I won map roll, and let's see, I take him to negative zone because that's my favorite map, and. Yeah. So what he does, his first turn, same thing. He just does barrier, does not leave his start zone. Um, I flip the tarot the tower and what i did was i did not move up because i didn't want to risk him coming in and hitting big so i just sat back and did my barrier and then he did the same thing and so then i moved up and outwitted prime spider-man from that little cubby i think i always wanted to outwitted super strength because when you put a elevated you know taken mephit or uh taken Killmonger way, it ruins the strategy of the team. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That makes sense. Uh, took that away, um, and then his first turn, he did a pretty crazy thing which I wasn't expecting. Um, he blew through some barrier using Saki and Rookie, and then he TK'd his chase out, switched over to <clears throat> um, Supreme, Doom Supreme, and Pulse Wave Force Blast my team in a little room. He's not equipped. I don't get any rollouts. Um, and he, on that turn, killed Flash and the Legacy Lantern. So both my leaderships were gone. And then everyone else was hurt, knocked back into a wall, uh, was not looking good. Um, so he gets all of his plus one to his attacks. And No, no, sorry. Demon was still in there. He, I don't have my leadership, so I only get three turns to attack, and I don't have my defensive role. Um, then my next turn, I kill... Um, the chase um doom so he doesn't get his as long as i don't swap he does not get his detokening spider-man and healing him a click which helped a lot um 
and that um so those 30 point those 50 points were the only ones he scored and then i just kind of picked away so i killed doom and then he missed i killmonger rolled luckily on spider and and um all of his attacks um and sakar and iron man he just he just kept missing everything and so at the very end of the game i was in the hole still and i had saki tied up with um saki or chip one of the two tied up with prime spider-man i just kept outwitting his charge so he could either try to break away or attack, and he kept missing. And it came down to him having Prime Spider-Man Mephisto on the board and me having everyone except Flash and uh, Legacy Lantern. No, makes sense. That's and a, that was it. That's a, that's a really down. great run. Yeah, a couple of games were like one, or one I won by ten, one I, no. Both I lost by ten and one I won by five. So those games, not a big fan. Um, but I think it. Um, I think the big thing that I'm taking away here from your story is uh, two things. Uh, be prepared for negative zone, um, and that's just not your team. That's for every team. I and I've I've gone against multiple teams with Chip um, that do that play right because Chip's got the really good construct creation thing right where he can remake them and do all that yep. other bullshit stuff. Um, so, um, I've experienced that play a lot um, where they go to that cubby hole and hide and it's super hard to get to them. Um, and then the uh, the second thing is, is um, I think you learn more from a loss than you do uh, a win uh, in a lot of cases. You know, Geo and yourself came out and battled from behind. Um, right, both to, two and came back to the finals as yeah. Um, and then I think the other thing that I didn't hear, which maybe is a point of discussion for uh, Jason and Alex here, um, I did not hear the words Scarlet Witch. Oh, no, I, I did play against Scarlet Witch. Um, oh, you did? I, okay. I missed, yeah. So that's what he was playing. Was it uh, towards the game two was uh, Christopher. Oh, sorry. The one that you lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was playing um, Switch, and he ruined... So I was on negative zone, and he came over and ruined me. <clears throat> um, so normally my, my play against Rune is, if they're in my face, I use Flash to move because I can still carry. But he, when he ruined me, I was double token with Chip, with, uh, sac with gosh, with Flash. So I had to spend a turn clearing before I could move out of the Rune, and he ended up killing... That's how he killed Chip with Surfer. Oh, was gotcha. because I didn't, get, and I didn't get prob, and he had Scarlet Witch's prob with eleven attack, and he was. I think he went outside of the, um, the modifiers minus one, and ended up yeah killing Chip. Gotcha. No, that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. So mm -hmm. I know, thinking back now that I remember that game, I did bring in Destroyer, and Destroyer is the one that killed Commissioner. Um, and, but by the time I got over to his support to start killing them, the game was over. Time was called. So I, I, if I was not double token with Flash, I could have moved out quicker. But um, Destroyer helped a lot in this weekend. He came in, in a lot of times. One last hoorah before he leaves out. Yeah, because I was thinking with my Scarlet Witch team, my plan is to not let you go to negative zone and ruin the shit out of your team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, if you get <laughs> So when I played in Texas, I did this exact, well, almost the exact same team. I think I swapped. I started with Inquisitor instead of King Killmonger. 
Um, but I played Paris and he did ruined. I went over to his side and he ruined both my team and his team. So it was basically everyone except switch was just naked and, uh, what your dials numbers were. Hmm. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. I've, I've ruined my own team before. Yeah. What's but... your, so can your team handle scare pretty well? Um, so ironically, I have not played against a scarab, but so well, when I, we I, and when we say play against scarab, uh, we mean play against scarab squad. Uh, I I think well, that's scarab squad at least two. That's what I mean. So uh, what I mean is, you go against the, um, they take you to Morlock tunnels and there's four plus scarabs on the team. Uh, no, I would not be able to handle that. Because he just force blasts and kills Chip, or kills Flash, kills Legacy Lantern. Um, and, you know, I, my transport's significantly decreased, and my leaderships are gone, so... Yeah, for the no, most I, part, I, right, like, on that team, how far can you get, like, um... And this is maybe more, so this is maybe a little bit maybe a free of dice, um... Because that team likes to go to the Morlock Tunnels. Um, and you would get to go first, most likely, because they don't want to be put <laughs> on a short map. Um, right. So, um, you know, it's just how far can you get across Morlock tunnels? And I, and I guess that's probably, you know, Flash is a 14 base. Uh, you've He's got. Move 7 7, but yeah. I have two, potentially three perplexes on turn one. Yes. I can do Saki, Watcher, yeah. and I can do. That's what I'm thinking. So I can move. That's what I like to hear. Lots of perplexes. Yeah, so you can get you can get twenty. So you start in two, that would get you all the way to twenty two on turn one, um, and then you can probably just you probably just would have. I mean, they'd be tens um, if you do that, right? So I mean, you could get chip, but you got the sidestep from chip to to do that again. Positioning's a nightmare on warlock tunnels. Um, it is. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean that's that would be. That would be your best bet, I guess, is going all the way across the map. They do have um, police team ability and, you know, three negative perplexes to try to delete something. Um, but, uh, yeah, that might be your best bet is if they Yeah, if, they if I do go that. first, because they, they don't have time to throw up their own barrier, I just run over there and I can put down my own if I wanted to with stop signs because... Typically, a Saki is one op, one action to equip, and then the other one are just flash moving, and then I have two open actions that I can do anything with. Yeah. But yeah, then it's just the force blast play, right? Yep. So, you know, they start deleting things with, you know, four force blasts a turn. Yeah, and then it's kind of hard to recover. I mean, I, you know, Saki can potentially kill two. I can outwit one with Watcher if he's not dead. Um, yeah, you, you, know, you I, Watcher can't be on the defend clicks. Right, I have to start him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to be, you know, closer. uphill battle. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. I know I, we expect, you know. I think here's the thing, right? Like, I know there's a few folks going to play Scarab Squad, um, and I just, I just don't know if it's enough to be worried about, um, and. It, it's just another cog in the wheel, man. It is. It's, it's just a, another counter for certain teams, but also gets countered by other teams. Like it's just 
Yeah, I was thinking about it, and like, I think it just like Prime Spider-Man runs rampant, right? Like, unless it's a team like yours, or um, you know, a team with Scarlet Witch, or a team with a bunch of APOC uh, Grand Prize APOC Blades rollouts, um, or you know, some just something like that, right? Like a normal team, like another Prime Spider-Man team, just gets deleted by another prime spider-man team right it comes uh, down to who who goes first and who kills prime spider-man first yeah so it's and you know it's unfortunate because that prime spider it's a lot of fun like it's a nuclear missile like let's not let's not be you know let's it's super powerful but is, is it such a powerful that like oh my gosh it needs to be errated i don't know probably not doesn't matter before worlds anyways because it's not going to happen um, so, but man, it's like, it's unfortunate that, like, the counter to Prime Spider-Man is, like, this, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, like, your team, or, like, a Scarlet Witch, or, um, Scarab, it's just, the counter is just such this weirdly, badly abusive tech, <laughs> I, I guess would be the way to put it. Like the counter to Prime Spider-Man, yeah, is like it. It also just counters everything else because I, I like that Prime Spider-Man exists, um, and I like that there's a really good close combat piece. And do we do we feel that way? I mean, I guess I don't mind them, but it's like well, I think man, the the, the, the problem. Not, the, can we not have a meta that doesn't have a obnoxiously strong? charge multi-attack piece that's relatively hard to kill because we went from i mean vulture was pretty easy to kill sometimes but he obliterated your team and then we had sky tyrant and now we have prime spidey it's like yeah i get it but i mean like killmonger and you know the outwit killmonger is probably a bigger problem yeah that's my point right is like and you know prime spider-man is a relatively accessible piece in the rare prime slot um, sure. I, I guess it's probably things that I really don't care about, probably, but um, it's just unfortunate when an accessible meta piece is super strong, but just gets beaten. Or you say that you say that now, right? I will, because I, we I, have the counters. This is going back to, but when those counters are all gone. Uh, when the when the, the counter the when the counter, the necro sword retires, gone. Thank yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That when doesn't the, mean he's he's not bad though. Yeah. That means the uh, one of the counters potentially for him is gone too. So yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But so like when Prime Spider Man doesn't have so Tyrant had access to, um, you know Waldo Arms Power Gems. Power. Um, necro swords uh all kinds of stuff right but the one difference that even prime spy even the difference between prime spider-man and sky tyrant sky tyrant had exploit sure so now prime spider-man will have now you can give him an exploit sword yeah i get that but that's that's a specific type of equipment to give him Um, which is what we do with the the necro sword 
Yes, but he still has, you know, he still has to get through shape change, super senses, and then Uh if you don't give him that sword, then he doesn't just naturally have exploit. Sky Tyrant naturally had exploit, right? You weren't equipping Sky Tyrant to get past Impervious. Right, because, yeah, you didn't have to. Sure. The other big... But you were equipping him with... Didn't you? Wasn't there an equip? Uh, you gave him ring at some point for precision strike. No, the I time he got precision. Not you specifically. Oh no, yeah, not me specifically. There was a time I feel like precision strike was something he got, but maybe I'm thinking of vulture. It might be more vulture is what I'm thinking of. Now vulture had the vulture had the awk arms, and then uh, sky tyrant on his initial uh, run out during 2020. I 2021. Um, I mean, I gave him the Waddle Arms. I mean, I probably had some of the most success. I mean, I couldn't, I didn't win when Caleb won. I mean, Caleb won that year with just regular old X Men. Um, mm-hmm. And Jubilee, baby. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, the other thing that the sword does is it allows Spider Man's knockback, so you can't reduce the damage from knockback. So any of your stop invincibles, he just knocks you back into wall and you die. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's no way to get yeah. So he won't have a way to get around that either. So stop clicks are relevant again against him. Um, there's just more things that are relevant against Prime Spider-Man post retirement that aren't relevant that just useless against him right now. Sure. So yeah, he's know. still gonna be good won't be like the i don't think he'll be the threat that he is yeah uh well so i guess my question is like current meta team with him now what does it lose besides sword i'm trying to remember what's being what play what's so like play. from um like movement. from um like alex mater's team um he he would lose like alex's team loses the cloak and venom magneto and mm-hmm. I think probably a dark hold. Uh, sounds right. Sounds commissioner. About... He loses commissioner. commissioner. Yeah, commissioner. commissioner. Venom, Magneto, and that's in the cloak. Yeah. So yeah. he loses his no, de- no, he, no dark hold. Yeah. He loses his TK and his leadership. I mean, I guess. I guess Black Skull has the. I mean, Black Skull has the leadership, but yeah, yeah he, he has sixty points to. Sorry, fifth. Yeah, sixty-five points to replace. Yeah, so that probably becomes like Polaris and uh, KCGL. But Maybe. there's no Necro Sword, so like, you don't understand how important shape change and super senses are. I know I do know how important it is. Like I, I do, I, I still think something that makes three attacks and can get across the board in a turn is still gonna see play regardless if you have rollouts. Like I get that. I'm I, he's still gonna be good, and I think yeah, he's still gonna be good, compared, but he's he's just not gonna be ubiquitous like he is at the moment. Well, the thing yeah. is, is that he's not the only one that is gonna be missing the sword. I don't know what other powerful pieces that get through all of that are going to be in the meta. You know what I mean? Like, Carnage Silver Surfer still has to deal with that 
outside of penetrating, right? Like he has to deal with the two. There's not really a piece currently I can think of that's just like, yo, I don't care about super senses and shape change. I'm I'm good. I can just that's great. Outside of like outside of like Leech and Cosmo or something, right? That just takes I, I guess away, I guess right? we just have a difference of opinion on getting to use our standard powers is a good thing. I forgot how good those two were because I haven't rolled super senses or shape change since World Twenty Two. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> same. Not since the auto equip started. <laughs> So, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's a good thing. I just look forward to rolling shape change and super senses. I think you're crazy. I, I think I'll, but we've we've gone over this multiple times. I know, um, and I just I feel like we can continue to do it. We'll just continue to do it until you come around. I'm, no, I'm never <laughs> I'm never coming around to that because if it is super if, super if, now see I would be okay once again. I'd be okay with. Hey, Super Senses, Shape Changer, back if Super Super Senses and Killmonger didn't exist. But when you add like three to four and Master Mole, uh, not Master Mole, Master Mind out there, it's like we got some low scoring games potentially coming out now. Like really, really low scoring games. And those typically aren't fun. So that's or, they're, or they're strategic games which require a lot of thinking, which are a lot of fun. Until you don't make cut because of points, like no, I, a lot of the times, in my opinion, five and if zero, it's low five, point, five and zero, and fifty points makes cut. Yeah, that. But the thing is, is when the game is so bent on super senses and shape change, and it's so much more luck based than strategy based. It's like I oh you won because you hit more rollouts than I did, or you hit Killmonger every single time, which happens, right? So, I'm just a, I'm a little <laughs> apprehensive of like if Killmonger wasn't there and Spidey wasn't as prevalent, like with the Spidey TA, then I'd I'd be like I'd be on the team. I'd be like, yeah, no, absolutely, shape change, super senses. It's great to have them back. It's just Killmonger adding a very big rollout, very very powerful rollout to two more rollouts. Yeah, yeah. But mm. well, I will enough. say, if I'm playing if singles, though, I am not playing that. I'm probably playing Merlin. I'll play. I'll play the uh, what is it? The uh, bracket breaker? Is that what is it? Bracket destroyer? Bracket, bracket buster? Bracket buster, buster? That's yeah. the word. Thank you. Bracket buster. It's like all oh, you guys like your free actions. You enjoy having four of them. Oh, Merlin. There was no Merlin in Canada. Uh, yeah, as soon as I saw your team, Caleb, I was like, okay, how many free actions does he do? Okay, I know Flash has, like, one, maybe, no, probably not, but you do a lot of sidestepping. I was like, hmm. Yep. I count now. I'm like, uh, Prime Spidey, he's got, what, three? I think he does three on his own. Saki does two. Uh, Prime Spider-Man can do five on his own. Yeah. Well, not against Merlin, he's not. Yeah, I'm just so, saying he's got sidestep, yeah. wall crawler, free action during the flurry, and then another free action, and then a charge as a free action, then another free action close if he wants to do like a range or a close uh, terrain action. All those scarabs copying equipment? Well, we enjoy copying some of them. 
I mean, that's so. I don't know if you heard or not, um, Alex. You probably didn't listen to Sudden Death. Um, I haven't yet. I didn't it get posted today. It, it did. It did. So you're yeah. not. You're not. You're not too far behind or anything. But um, I, I, I didn't listen to it yet. But Sam was telling me that um, TJ and Sam made a proposal that if you, if we got. I, don't quote me on the specifics here. You'll go listen to Sudden Death episode 18 for all of y'all out there. Uh, they made some proposal that if we hit like a Patreon goal of some sort that uh, you have to play Merlin at Worlds. And if you do well, you have to give it away to a patron uh, and mm-hmm. sign it. Because um, um, TJ pulled a Merlin uh, at the mm-hmm. fan, uh, fan appreciation. So he would sponsor your Merlin to play with and give away. Uh, to play it in worlds so they... i would if i if i had to play merlin at worlds i would probably look into getting a costume and dress up like merlin <laughs> at worlds and play well i don't know so like so i think that's not a bad costume to wear like right it's just like robes i'd be wearing like an adam friedman robe and then a yeah. hat and a fake beard like that's as long as you wear. as long as you wear shorts underneath of it it's probably fine yeah uh, but like i think like at this point alex right like last year we talked you into playing the ruler team because we were like, Pogs! Alex, you love Pogs! You gotta play Pogs! And I think you did okay. You had some bad matchups last year. That was that was not the right Pog team. It was the PJ's <laughs> version. Yeah, it was the I did P- well enough. I would have made cut of, uh, pretty close to cut. So Yeah, So, but I think uh, this year it's like stop talking about Merlin and just play him. Just do it. He might be better though post rotation, but he's fine. I did, now. I did. I did build a. I did build a Merlin team. So like, I have one, and it's not the stupid. No offense to that type of team. It's not the oh, you're not hitting anything team with sinister and all that. I think that's that's not how Merlin needs to be used. We say that, and then what's going to be round one? Worlds round one. Alex Koo versus Rob Olger. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be like, well. All right. Well, I got pulse wave. I think I do actually. I may, no, I may not have pulse wave actually. Depends. Is this, is this the version with uh, the MOE chase? Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is this. So I built one that was just. My initial thought was, hey, I'll build cosmic. Let me just do two MOE chases: Mephisto, two Carnage Silver Surfers, and Merlin. I think that the math works on that. Two hundred. Yeah, math works on that. Uh, unequipped. Leave the. Silver Surfer's un- unequipped. Who cares? Um, but they have a very... They don't use any free actions. So it's like, cool. They're good. MOEs use free actions. Don't care. They're the only ones using free actions. You have enough. So, yeah, I have enough. I'll, I think maybe throw a ring on Mephisto or Merlin. And just power action it. Because, once again, who cares? I got five actions. So, like, that's happening. Um, but that gives Merlin some rollouts and like the king uh, killmonger ones and it's like because every time i play a team man it's just like oh they've got like 10 free actions that are just bibbity bopping and booping across the map here i am i took two actions i'm here and destroyed half your team i'm like man merlin is just he's right there he's 50 points is a lot and he dies kind of quickly but maybe killmonger was the solution to be like hey we've got one extra He's got a good rollout now. I was also considering just time platforming on him, but yeah. So 
So I might. If I if I end up playing in singles, I will play... Well, no, wait, I shouldn't say that. I will consider playing Merlin, depending on the sudden death Patreon goal. Was that what they said? Uh, yeah, I don't think they actually set forth the goal or something. But Okay, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I don't think they actually said a specific number, but they said that if you did well or whatever that you know you would get you would sign tj's merlin and he would give it away um sort of situation so i don't know all the specifics yeah. i didn't listen to the episode i just edited the first and you know the beginning and the end of it and uploaded it so um but yeah i don't know alex maybe merlin's the play for you just play it and you'll at least have fun being like you can't use this. You can only do four. Good luck. GG's. GG's. I don't know if I would say it like that, but... The game is built The game is built around a lot of free actions. I've been watching... Uh, I've been watching uh, NPC Lives on um, TikTok. It's the stupidest thing ever, but they keep popping up on my feed. Um, but, uh, one of the things the guy does is he goes, GG, GG, GG. I don't want to try to explain NPC lives on TikTok. I just don't watch them. But <laughs> the, the point is he goes, GG, 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 GG. Um, so, but, um, uh, let's ask, uh, let's ask Caleb some questions. And, uh, so Justin Robinson wants to know, do you feel bad for stealing from the locals? I mean, I did play Emily in top eight, and she was defending champion, so I did feel bad. Um, but, you know, she's always really fun to play. And um, But no, that title is... I took it back to America. You took it back to America. 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 Um, so Sam asked if you got through a bucket of maple syrup on you. Um, what would be the... So that was that's obviously the Canadian equivalent is the bucket o um, syrup. What would be the Memphis equivalent barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce, yeah. Yeah, who's gonna get the? Oh, uh, I was I was gonna say something very terrible, so no. What were you gonna say? <laughs> uh, well, depend. Are we talking Graceland? Then it was what like. Peanut, peanut butter, butter. sandwiches or something, right? <laughs> Banana, well, yeah, whatever's in it. Um, I I was gonna go with Memphis wrap and like a bucket of lean or something like that. Um, but um, that's just from a point of loving rap music. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So I I live in the state, so I I don't know if I, it's not like I have extra privilege to say bad things about Memphis, but a lot of people in Tennessee don't like don't have good uh, opinions about the yeah, city of Memphis. I think it'd be barbecue sauce. Um, let's come back to Forrest's question momentarily, um, and then. Um, let's do the uh, so Kenward Kennard Co. He talks about what is uh, some of the best ways to beat 
Prime Spider-Man with the Necro Sword. And I think, Caleb, you have shown what some of the best ways to do that is. Making his attack a 10. <laughs> that that probably helps. <laughs> that probably helps a lot. <laughs> that's like the that's like if someone was like trying to paraphrase your team. Like they listen to your whole um your whole like explanation of how your weekend went. And someone like but they were only half paying attention and they asked him, "Hey, so how did Caleb's team do well? What did he do to win?" Uh, uh made his attack a 10. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> felt better than when someone was Karian thought that their plus two objects still counted. And I had to explain to them, your attacks Oof. are not a 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, at least some of us here, we all played against the scientist version of that team last year for Nats. And, um, yeah. So, we, we definitely have, some of us have experience with that and played against it. Um, luckily, at that, that point last year, thir Thanos had a 13 attack top dial. So, um, that... that Wait, which, yeah. version of, which version of what team? The Scientist with Demon and Armor. Oh, yeah. No, I played Caleb at Champion Clicks. That was a miserable match for me. Ain't was gonna that lie. That was when uh, I played Emperor Gladiator, Miss Kang, Scarlet Witch, and Saki. Oh, that's when Saki got through your all of your rollouts on what's her name Kang, yeah. Yeah, it was just like this is this is a miserable match. I can't. I'm not having fun. <laughs> I can't do anything because you were playing the the sad Saturn. That was double Saturnine, Yeah. Yes, yeah, great team. It was not fun for me, but <laughs> it was a respectful. Oh, makes. Makes sense. I can understand how you would feel. Um, so, um, so uh, Geo wants to know: Did you consider um, his uh, double or nothing offer for the title? Uh, explain to us what that is. What's your double or nothing offer oh, yeah. for the title? Oh, I don't know if you've ever seen or met Geo in person, but um, I I, he may be a or he lifts weights. He's got some pretty big arms. He's a pretty big dude. Um, and he asked me double or nothing to arm wrestle for the title. <laughs> and after uh, quite a bit of consideration, I chickened out and told him no. But not uh, I would I, I would not want a broken arm um, and second place for Canadian Nets. So you're saying <laughs> next time, Geo, don't be so swole and you might take him up on the offer, but he's just He's too manly to really want yep. anyone to take him take him up on that offer. There are a couple of players in HeroClix that I think may could maybe could um, handle it, but um, I I chickened out. I said no. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I like I know I'm friends with him on Facebook. Now you're going to make me go in here and log in and check out his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here reading his question, obviously. So I've got the link right to his Facebook profile. Um, I can't say that I've ever particularly checked out the man's muscles. Um, let's see, going through his pictures, he's got a okay. picture of his he's got a picture of his wedding day. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, look at here. Look at this picture from 2012. Man, 
Yeah, he, he look at that. <laughs> Eleven years ago. Why it doesn't matter, right? I mean, if uh, if he's kept those muscles this whole time, uh, yeah, Geo's pretty jacked fella. Look at there. Yeah, you know what? Um, I probably would have not done that either. <laughs> um, so, um, all right. I'm just going to go through. So, yeah, Ian uh, Eagleston wants to know, um, is Demon in Armor the biggest sleeper pick? Uh, I, I, think we know, I think we know where you're at on that, Caleb. I think no one else should play him but me. Yeah, there you go. Now, the thing about Demon is you can't just play Demon by himself. Like, you have to have a team that works around him. Like, his trait's nice, but if, if, if you're not playing the modifier, you know, a 10 on 18 is not hard to not super hard to hit. Right. Especially with stars and high priestess right. and, you know. I will. Oh. The biggest downside to my team is the star, is when that card's flipped. Mm, yeah, baby. Um, did you, now you, the guy, you, did you lose your St. Walker matchup, you said, or did you, that was the one that you won or lost? That was, so that was the one that I lost by 10 the first time, then I won by five the second time. That was the rematch from the round four and then top 16 game. Did, uh, did St. Walker ever crit hit you? Um, he never, his trait never kicked in, but his plus a one to damage did when he did get through his attacks. Gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, I played against someone in Alabama was playing St. Walker at full. So, like, his 10s and 11s counted? Mm-hmm. 10 through 12 are crits. Yeah, that was not... Did not work out so great for me, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, let's see. So, uh, Adam Mesa-Jueski... Uh, were you able to get your prizing through customs? Did you check bag your APOC and Genesis and team, or did you carry it on? So I checked it in my suitcase, but I carried all the LE, the Kana Lee stuff in my backpack, but they did not go through it. I guess it didn't look suspicious enough. Right. I have had Starro, when I'd gone through a flight with Starro, they, they did uh, do the bomb dusting sweep on Starro, so... Um, Had it been in, probably would have. Actually, funny enough, um, after the Nationals was done, Mike and I went to a bar down the street just to celebrate. And um, of course, we had all our stuff because you know we, I, we we our hotel was uh, like forty five minutes away from the venue, so we we went to a bar right next to the venue, and so we had our backpack and I had the brown box, and so we went and sat down and. The bartender came over and introduced herself and said, "Hey, I, you know, my one of my buddies over there. He he wanted to make sure that that because you know we're we didn't speak French at all, and they hadn't seen this before. And they said we just want to make sure that, that box isn't a bomb. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if they were kidding or not, um, but uh, I had to reassure them that it was just toys, not a bomb. That's funny. Uh... <laughs> That's 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 hilarious. Um, what did you get for winning? Uh, after, you know, for uh, winning that. What was I mean, the prize? X of Swords slop uh, factory set, which came with uh, all the tarot cards. It we didn't nice. really know. People thought it did. Some people thought it didn't. And I didn't open it until I got home because I didn't want it to like get all messed up in my backpack and you know the box open. 
And so I got home, and yep, all the legacy cards were, or all the tarot cards were in there. And that includes nice. the main. That includes the main set tarot cards. I, I I don't. I don't think it was the main set. No, because right, because that's it, that's what I was thinking. I think you got all of the slop tarot cards because we played for that factory set in Alabama, and it came with all of the slop tarot cards, and then we played for X of Swords main set. And it came with all the tarot cards from the main set and the slop. That would have been nice. So, but you did get like, you did walk out with like the star and um, some of the pinnacles are really mm -hmm. expensive too. Um, so, uh, Genesis, word. I mean, there was some pretty good stuff in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you came out okay. Um, but uh, and then El like the Connellys were kind of older. I got um, I'm looking at them right now. Spider, um, Aries. Um, uh, I don't know. I've got them. Uh, gosh, that's about the oh. And then a uh, random um, what's her name? BC Phoenix. Um, maybe a Harley. I don't know. There were some random older ones in there. You say older, but. Pretty sure BC Phoenix is listed as what, like top sixteen or something at Worlds. Oh well, Worlds. She, she is. She is older. I'm just saying that. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I'll have to look again. I remember seeing this like, <laughs> wow, that that they forget that that figure's been out for a while. Uh, can we? Gosh, I wish we could spend time on the pricing for Worlds, but there are a lot of older like. Um. To be to be old Ellie. For at least the funsy part of it, we have spent a lot of time on that. So, <laughs> um, it's just—it's not very. Uh, it's 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 not good. It's not, it's not we don't great. have to go. Yeah, we don't have to talk about Maybe it today. I... But so, so, there was a few older ones, but the X of slot X of Sword slop was uh, was pretty awesome to get. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you got that at least. So, it is. Uh, sorry, it, I. I I found it top eight in Team Worlds. You get Fulcrum Abominus, Kyle Rayner, Superman Prime, Old Man Hawkeye. But then when you hit that magical top four, oh boy, you get a Avengers 1 million BC Phoenix. And that's it. That's the additional prizing for top four what? of Team Worlds. But then obviously finalists and winning get a little better like that's what a factory set comes in even though it's M empire which is you know rotating uh but it's like they they forgot that it's not worth anything anymore well but you'll be playing what's the game you're playing instead of teams you'll be doing something different oh onslaught maybe yeah you'll be playing onslaught instead so uh, the prize is not that much better there either there's it's a new game. It's not like there's a ton. There's like no con LEs, right? Uh, they've just got foil cards and like the pricing for onslaught's cool, but it's pails in comparison to hero clicks. Oh, okay. Right now, I don't. Onslaught does not have the uh, blind pool mechanic, right? Like of oh, here's rarities. It's just oh, you buy your team. And you have a lot of customization with that, but there's no blind pulling for that. So that kind of takes away of 
what the uh, prizing could be. It's really just foils, cool, like cool mini sculpts, stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of cool prizing for it. It's just, it's not comparable to Hero Clicks, at least not right now. Give it some time. Maybe they will. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um. All right. So some more questions. Uh, Forrest. Um. I think he did give Caleb gave a pretty good breakdown. Um. And I think this is a question for all of us. So, and we've kind of hinted around it. Um, and then someone else here asked the question as well. Uh, Ian also asked, prediction prediction for how many Spider-Man Primes will be in top eight of worlds. So, um, do we think the Prime Spider-Man will still run rampant next month? What do you think? I'm still going to play him. I think it will. I think it's just, it's so, it's accessible. It's so fairly straightforward to play. And they're probably thinking that they're just going to be able to dodge all of the bad matchups for them. Yeah, there are the outlier teams that are the not as popular teams that it struggles with, but for the most part, it can just chew through a lot of teams. Yeah. I think you'll get two to three. Because the question was, how many in top eight? Top I eight. Like, I feel like three's the number. Four might just be trying to be sensational a little bit. Any number higher than, um, any number higher than three, um, but I could. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I could see it going to. I don't know. Maybe I could see it going to four or five. There'll be a lot more in top sixteen. And they'll just knock each other out. That's what's going to happen. But there's also been since since nationals, there has been time. Like there's been a month and some change since U.S. nationals for people to start solving that a little bit more. Because I, just, I, I just was don't say, think wait, they I don't think they solve it fast enough, Alex. I think that's my. Thing. I think they do. I think they do. I, but it's in mass, right? You're talking about 150 people. I'm going to say that out of 150 people, there's going to be a third of the field will be Spider-Man Primes. Uh, well, okay, so let's let's ask this. Last year, how much of the field was Apox? Wasn't that the big one, the, the, the big Apox that kind of just ruined everything last year? Yeah, it Jason. Hey, 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 hey. My, my team wasn't everywhere. It was PJ's team with the one APOC that was everywhere. It made up a it made up a significant amount of the field. Like I would say more so than previous years of you know, is there a consistent meta team that was one of them, even though it didn't win? Yeah. So I, mean, I would um, maybe compare I would compare I would say that would probably be comparable. Yeah, I'm thinking of what we, I mean, there definitely wasn't 50 Thanoses or 50 Apox in the field last year. But those were also legacy pieces that weren't as accessible. Like, 
I'm thinking. Pri- I'm thinking. I mean, Prime Spider Man. You could definitely go buy um, off the shelf, right? And it was very easy to pull him from a brick. It wasn't like it was an outlier brick to get a Prime Spider Man. He occurred pretty dang regularly. I think the better question. Well, not a better question. That's a great question. I think another good question is how many teams are going to have the MOE chases. I would say I a lot. I would say, say six. Six of the top eight. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. But mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be ubiqui- as ubiquitous in the field no. as Prime Spider-Man. Now uh, those those two things will be together. I don't think you'll have. Now, I'm going to be a little picky here in this next statement, and I think. When I say I don't think there will be 50 sets of MOE chases at Worlds. Now, if somebody just randomly plays a Mephisto or just has just a King Killmonger, I, I don't know if I would necessarily count that. Uh, I mean, I'm being a little picky. I'm being a little picky. They had here, one Alex. swap. Like, if it was, they, because I could see some teams doing Killmonger and inquisitor and that's it because that's basically what a lot of teams would need it's just those are the two yeah i I would be okay with Mm -hmm. counting that yeah definitely i would say six to six out of the eight you'll get your you'll get a you'll get a team like lucas's not necessarily mission point but just like the out of left field team that just is very good you might get a sinister team up there or something or or a scarab team but i think it's just too strong yeah i mean i think so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be six of them right so i i think that if you were to ask me like the top eight of worlds like in general now i understand moe pairs with some of these things i think you're gonna see three prime spider-mans uh you know and i think that'll be three prime spider-mans with moe um scarab squad Mission Point Squad, a Scarlet Witch, or two, and for my last pick, I think a 300-point APOC would make it. Don't think one of those APOC squads? Oh, and I, I, I said Scarab Squad, didn't I? Yeah, APOC Squad. Uh, multiple multiple low-point APOC. Yes, you know what, that, yeah, so... Three Prime Spider-Mans with MOE, Scarab Squad, Mission Points, Scarlet Witch, um, X-Men, APOC Gang, and one of the uh, one of the OMA APOCs. And I would gladly substitute out that OMA APOC for the Tripocalypse if Jason would just get off his ass and play it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't you know, know. If, if the pricing wasn't so shitty, I might just do it. You know what? I'm gonna pack them, just in case. Like we get to worlds, and they're like, "Thanks for showing up." Here's more <laughs> factory sets for top eight. We got we got wheels of vengeance early. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, then you're like, oh my gosh, stuff. I need, I need the, I need the Apox. Oh my god, why are you putting this idea in my head? Oh my god. You know what they, you know what they could do that would honestly be an, a pretty, a pretty good prize? If they're just like, hey, we, you saw how we announced that there's a new Iconics every month of the year. We're giving you a year of Iconics. Just for a whole 12 months of Iconics, because we have one planned for every month going forward. Like, if they had done something like that, that would be a pretty good prize, right? Like, that, you're talking 200-something dollars of just Iconics figures that you can buy at the store. But, hey, you get all of them. Like, sure, training-wise, I mean, who knows, but you're saving yourself money. So... Better than a lot of the stuff that you're getting. In yeah, like I know. I mean, I didn't get. I didn't get some of the iconics because I just missed out. I didn't know they were going to be so hot, so I just didn't order them. Yeah, I didn't get. The, I don't have the Batman Bane one yet. Yeah, me neither. That's the one I want. Yeah, I haven't seen it show up yet. Um. So, um. So, uh. Josiah Gar asked, "What is the best modern tempo going into Worlds?" Um, so uh, here's to be clear: um, uh, the best modern tempo going into Worlds is is not even in contention of doing well at Worlds. Um, now, my... tempo. What what are we defining tempo? Tempo not, ten, not, ten, not a what not a one man army. Tempo tempo is generally a figure that is uh, a third. I don't count a hundred and one points. Like I don't count Emperor Gladiator as a tempo. Uh, sure. Typically, so somewhere greater than a hundred ish points, and uh, is the main focal point of your build. So that would be like half cut Apoc. Um, Thanos, Legacy Thanos. Um, I, I think those are probably the only two tent poles in the conversation at the moment. Um, uh, yeah, because Venom got a symbiote, which will probably be legal, just isn't there because of the th sword. The Necro Sword, yeah. The Necro Sword. None of the really duo figures work it. Iron Hammer's not really. Maybe World's Finest at 125. But. Um, you're forgetting the one that only costs fifty, but is really a hundred and seventy-five points. Yeah, that's sure. the that's the problem. Is that like half cut Apoc gets ate up by Surfer, um, Thanos gets ate up by Spider Man, um, because he doesn't get to roll his senses. So, yep. um, that that's the two biggest thing. I know I posted a TikTok today of thinking about my my boy thanos and oh uh, i have an answer yeah ultron is probably the only uh, temple that may could survive yeah you're right not saying he will not saying he will not right saying he's gonna do good but when i think about it ultron being able to kind of mastermind he just dishes damage everywhere else mm -hmm. he, he he isn't relying on super senses shape change like He's the only one I could see set, being able to kind of like survive. That's not scoring a ton of points, but that's a fantastic pick, actually, Alex. It's the, probably, unfortunately, the only one that might actually make sense because right. 
and then it's one hundred percent right. There's, and then and then it's unfortunate because like, you know, you go in with that Legacy Ultron and you're like, yeah, bur, 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 bur. and then it's like round one, Scarlet Witch, round two, Scarlet Witch, round three, Scarlet Witch, and then you're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to go to the Memphis the uh, the bar and uh, throw Ultron in the trash. Um. <laughs> But maybe not. I mean, maybe that's the play. I don't know. I mean, he's still a 14 for three. Alex, does he take and a bunch of free actions? 10? No, he doesn't take any. Oh. Actually. Unless he copies, like, Perplex or or any of that. He, he's he's really good. He's just not... Ultron Merlin. right now. <laughs> hmm. No, unfortunately, the unfortunate part about Ultron right now is he really needs... Ultron Pym, and Ultron Pym's about to retire. So, yeah. but I that's think the that, bummer part. I think that maybe Ultron is still probably the best um, tentpole after tentpole, rotation yeah. too, even with the loss of Ultron Pym. But like, uh, I would say after rotation, Venom got a symbiotes comes in because you lose the sword, he gets all his rollouts back, and that's that would make him yeah, that's far true. better. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and the his thing is the sword. Yeah, and the other big thing with tent poles in general, even after rotation, is stop sign. Right, which he can somewhat mitigate by vooping. But yeah, if he gets locked in a corner Vupin. and can't make his symbiotes anymore, then he's just done. That that's well, I won't say anything. That's like bad play if you let your venom somehow get. In a corner. I, that's that is perfectly go. okay to say, Alex. It's just yeah. something to be aware of, right? And, and sometimes those maps, it's it's hard to avoid that. Um, sure. You know, it's you say that 100%. it's bad play, and it is bad play to do that. But like sometimes you just get your shit lit up, and nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, you're right. I like Ultron. I just wished he had a little bit more going on for him. I wish um, he wasn't so reliant on Ultron Pym. That's really his biggest negative is yeah. he has to have him to actually have good powers, like impervious. Guess stuff, what, Caleb? Stuff like that. Uh, he starts out with a 14. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. So he can hit your 24. <laughs> <laughs> he He only needs to roll an 11 to hit your 24. That's it. Um, so and that's with uh, you know, without it factoring perplexes down. Um, okay. Um, I, w- I went through a little bit out of order on these questions, so let me go back here through here. Uh, Forrest, your other question. Uh, I, we're not even thinking about notorious at the moment. Um, um, excuse me. Yes, we are for Team Worlds. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's asking about the chase. Are you not thinking about Team Worlds, Dan? I yeah, am. we got to focus on that, Dan. He, yes. I am. Thank you. Um, but he's talking about the chase and how it be meta and constructed. So yeah, in case we pull one in Team World. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that if I see a gold tab in our brick of notorious for Team Worlds, I'm like, hey, we should probably fucking play that piece. Um, uh, got it. <laughs> Who has Necron? Um, we need Necron. Just Necron, yeah. Superman, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what... McConnell's question, what are your favorite keywords for the theme format? Um, do y'all have a favorite keyword for theme? 
have it built for theme. I, I'm not I, playing theme for me. I would no. I would say Avengers, I guess, because I just love Avengers. So Caleb, is this you, that's this. It's the Silver Age theme format, but remember, it is also Highlander, so you can't say Foot Elites. Yeah, uh, thought about it, but I think your your most common are going to be there: X Men, still monsters, mystical Avengers, those type. Yeah, I mean scientists. What's your favorite? He's asking what your favorite is, Caleb. Well, I have to say X is. Well, no, I guess Avengers because Black Widows are all. That's right. I can just do a unique Black Widow team. Up, oh, and I could Steve Rogers and Merlin. So yeah, that works. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, cosmic for me, obviously. Hashtag Cosmic Game. Um, we covered this a little bit, but what do you consider the gauntlet for Pulp? Uh, Deathstroke, Karima, Critmas team. Sinister, yeah. Moira. Blue Marvel. Yeah. Boy, I'm. You looking, know how? You, boy, I'm looking forward well, to Party Pulp, Thor. Pulp post. Yeah, I would. I would put Party Thor on there. <laughs> uh, you said Deathstroke, right? Deathstroke, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Blue Marvel, man. I'm. I'm still not. I don't think he's really that great. I mean, maybe. Uh, are we talking full point? Fifty. Fifty. I've played him at fifty and liked him a good bit. And... Yeah, I would not worry about him. He's not that great at fifty, to be honest. With all the Karimas out there, and what's the other one that could kill him in one hit? Not just Karima. There's one other. There's two pieces that could just blank him and yeet him off the board. He just doesn't. Is do there something besides enough. Karima that can do that? I think there was one other piece, but I. I, can't uh, I mean, I mean, the Red Widow gal can, but he does get the one rollout. Red Widow is the shit. Yeah, but that's that's one I would say you'd have to think about too. Like, yeah, can you can you handle her running up there? Which you can if you can. All you need is outwit and just outwit her stealth and then shoot her down. But right. You want to know how you don't have to worry about this? Don't play pulp. Hey, listen, we're a, hey. we're a pro pulp. We're a pro pulp. Well, except for Dan, we're a pro pulp uh, podcast group here. Yeah, podcast. So you can take that garbage and elsewhere. Yep. <laughs> I just been <laughs> playing pulp. I I will say for whoever asked the question, sorry. Um, with pulp gar uh, gauntlet. Thanks. Uh, for the Pulp Gauntlet, it is less about specific teams and more about specific figures. Because I did go through a Pulp Gauntlet, and it's like, well, you look at the teams that are winning, there's not like a, oh, this is Avengers, oh, this is that. It's more of, oh, they're using similar pieces on all these different teams. So how can you handle yeah. the Red Widows, the Karimas, the Sinisters, like the, uh, the Party Thor... It's all about the figures, not the teams, because the teams are very, um, they ebb and flow. They're amalgus, I guess. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Um, all right, so Eric Adam wants to know about alternative strats with Saki, other than fur, Flurry, Furry, uh, Flurry or Pulse Wave. Uh, he likes to use him for smoke cloud. Eric, I would say, I would never want to take a power action for smoke cloud. Don't, yep. Don't do that. No, I would no. Um, keep in mind, um, uh, force blast is a big one. 
with Saki. Um, now that yeah. that now that that is back, um, and then uh, a poison is always a good one poison, with him. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can use anything to necessarily throw off my opponent um, necessarily, um, but. Um, uh, let's see. One last question, and I think I'll cover here. Uh, Harrison Fordyce, thanks for coming back, Harrison. Glad to have you back in the game. Um, we did cover Pulp quite a bit already. Um, one other thing I guess I would like to provide an opinion on is uh, Silver being Silver. Um, I think we covered that last episode. Do not change silver to have a forced non-modern requirement in it. That is such a gatekeepy rule change. Uh, I mean, I agree. I don't know if it's gatekeepy. I mean, I guess it is if you're you're thinking of it from the aspect of I'm at Gen Con. I want to play. Oh, there's a Silver Age tournament. Let me just hop in and play. Well, there's that, sure. or I want to travel to Rock Cup as a new player because going to Rock Cup is incredibly cheap and accessible for new players. And then it says, "Well, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what Aaron Morgan is thinking about for changes or whatever. But let's just say, oh, it's a hundred points has to be silver or non-modern. That that is right. Mm -hmm. So, I." That stuff that's a year old. It'll be over a year old. It'll be out of modern for like seven months by the time Rock Cup gets here. So you're just trying to borrow stuff, and it's a hill to climb that to where you can just say, "Well, I just won't go." But then again, and, if they if they take modern out, I mean, you're still playing with figures that are less than two years old because Disney Plus will be Silver Age. That's right. It won't have hit two years old by the time it's in Silver. I had much rather see Silver Age focus on ban lists uh, and not erratas necessarily. Uh, that's whatever, I guess. I'd rather just see ban list. Just a good, healthy ban list. Um, so for, I mean, for, for me with Silver Age... I would say people just need to cool their jets. Uh, Silver Age is still relatively new. Well, this is I, what year I two, think, year I think, three? I think the reason that folks are fired up, Alex, is mm -hmm. Aaron is going around mentioning that he might make a change to remove a requirement or make a requirement for there to be non-modern pieces in there. Yeah, and that's based off of feedback from players right now because you look at the Silver Age event at nationals and it was predominantly modern like almost all modern but guess That's what fine. a majority of those pe most of those pieces are <coughs> rotating yeah so it'll be silver but, age then don't make it a requirement to have to use them you can just still use them i mean didn't jay win it with like a modern thing his modern thing he's been playing. yeah he did yeah but yeah. comes come silver age after rotation you're, you're gonna tell me oh yeah no one's gonna play saki and and Scarlet Witch and there's a difference between yes they they will play all those pieces. There's a difference between people wanting to play them and people having to play them. Sure. 
what I'm trying to say is this is more for the people that are complaining that no Silver Age. So it kind of backs up your point, uh, Dan, is that, well, we're also experiencing the largest modern we've ever had because of all the pieces, right? So... Yeah, so it's just it's just you know that's to be expected that there's a lot of modern and not a lot of silver. Alex, I hear that you're getting the uh, daddy call in the background, so um, <laughs> I, I feel that. Uh, and then his last question: How do you like the 2023 rules changes now that they're good and seasoned? Um, I don't know. The that question you should probably ask Tyler now that he went on a hiatus because of those rules. Did he go Not, on a hiatus because of those rules? I yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did because he didn't like the theme team changes. Um, I mean, he said some other things to us. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to talk about all that. But the big thing was, and he talked about it on the podcast, was he didn't like the theme team rules changes. That's true. He did not like those. But did he actually say why he was taking his hiatus? I don't know what he. Did. Yeah, that was. It was one of those reasons that he gave us. Um, in our, in our chat um, but uh, we might have to have Tyler back on at some point to just talk about why he's on a hiatus um, so um, alright final thoughts uh, Alex um, uh, Merlin that's all I got Jason uh not playing singles and playing BRs instead? I don't know. Tripocalypse! <laughs> You're going to be so excited. You're going to be so excited when I talk you into this and you end up getting to the finals and worlds this year. <laughs> You're also going to be so mad when he talks you into it and you like go one and three or two and two or two and four and just barely miss out. And you're being like, <laughs> and you start doing the math, you're like, I could have played him four or five BRs at this point. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's called positive positive vibes only, Alex, and we, re we, re uh -huh. we reject those vibes and are only accepting finalist vibes. I don't, I don't know if BRs are running notorious, like if they have enough for that. I, it'd be hard-pressed not to just go play some BRs, like if they still have notorious at that point. Brand new set BRs are the best. Just like a champion clicks, that was awesome playing Batman team up. Like, I would absolutely like skip singles and be like, I'm going to play notorious BRs. Yeah, but that's just me. I'm with you. Um. So, all right, Caleb. Final thoughts. Ten attack. <laughs> all right um so all right well thanks everybody for listening to click stuff today congratulations again caleb on your canadian national championship uh look forward to seeing everybody at worlds and uh, hold on yep yep one more um look at, looking forward to seeing everybody at worlds uh we're probably going to try to record some more before then and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off today. We'll talk to you all next time. Later.